All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm here with Emma. Yay. And Abby. Hey. And today, welcome. It is December 15th. Now you're down even more to your, like, less shopping. Okay, guys, we're down to nine, nine days. days. Nine days. Nine days. Chop, chop. Get it done. Yeah. You're, you're close to the point of no return, folks. Yes. <laughs> so... Today, uh, we watched A Boy Called Christmas. Woo! Yes. So cute. This movie is a UK film that was distributed by Studio Canal and Netflix at the same time, basically. So it Mm -hmm. was distributed in the UK by Studio Canal and at the same time released on Netflix November 26th. So this is relatively new, just out for this year, and it is freaking cute. And you need to stop what you're doing and go watch this movie right yeah. now. Yes. Yes. Pause. Right. Pause this now. podcast. Pause it right now. I'm right looking at you. Now. <laughs> I'm looking at you. You can't see me. But we're looking. <laughs> Push that pause button and go watch this fucking movie. Yes. Right now. It has McGonagall in it. So if that's not enough incentive incentive I, I i don't know what is right. it's, it's got three people and from harry potter in it yeah a film yeah we've got toby jones mm-hmm. we've got jim broadbent mm-hmm. and maggie smith oh yep. yeah all from harry potter you're fantastic okay so now that you've gone and watched the movie welcome back welcome <laughs> back uh we hope you enjoyed it so if you here's didn't the breakdown <laughs> of a boy called christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> on christmas eve andrea moppet and patrick and these young children or young-ish children um are at home and their father gets called into work we find out here that their mother has passed away and they are grieving and aren't really able or in not 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 able, but not in the mood to celebrate Christmas. So they don't have a lot of decorations up. They don't have any, you know, they're just, they're not feeling it this year. They don't have a mom and they're just upset about it. Because their dad has to go to work, they need a babysitter. And we find out their Aunt Ruth is coming to watch the kids. And all the kids are like, oh, fuck, really? I hate Aunt Ruth. She's so mean. She's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and... The dad's just like, suck it up, guys. Like, you got to fucking deal with it. And Aunt Ruth comes, and it's Maggie Smith. Woo! Enter legend. Yeah. And she decides to entertain the kids by telling them a Christmas tale. And this is where we jump into basically a whole bunch of movies, like Neverending Story and Princess Bride, where it's someone, a grandfather figure, grandmother, whoever, an older person telling the story of what had happened in this moment so the christmas tale that aunt ruth is telling is how christmas started Mm -hmm. so nicholas and his father joel who is a woodcutter live in the forest somewhere in question mark the netherlands finland Finland. i don't know somewhere up over there scandinavia okay (laughs) we're finished here 
Yeah, we're finished here. And you ruined it. <laughs> you still can. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Nicholas's mother died two years before, and Nicholas tries to take every comfort that he can from this story for, that his dad tells him about Elfhelm. The story of Elfhelm is about a girl who found a magical village inhabited by elves and they help her survive the winter. And then when winter is done, she leaves and she goes on and, you know, lives her life. Um, This is a story that his mother used to tell him every day. And since his passing, his dad has now started telling it to him to help calm him down and get him to sleep basically uh i should preface this by saying nicholas is like a solid 12 yeah maximum. 13 maybe yeah. um so he's not like a little kid but he's so young. young enough that he this story really helps him get to sleep yeah he's like sixth grade equivalent probably sixth grade seventh grade yeah maximum. that makes yeah. sense yeah um one night a mouse tries to steal some food and the dad almost kills him because it's a fucking mouse and they are starving and broke and nicholas is like no you can't you can't you can't you can't i'm gonna keep this mouse i'm gonna name it mika and i'm gonna teach this mouse to speak and from here on out nicholas is teaching mika to speak word by word he is like this Sing- is a singular word. This is a tree. This is, you know, adding to his vocabulary very slowly, like you would with a toddler, like yep. explaining each <laughs> what each thing is. I told Abby actual footage of me trying to get Jackson to learn words. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> very good. But of course, it's a mouse, so it's not talking back to him or retaining yeah. any of this information because it's a mouse. Or so we. uh one day the king calls his subjects to the castle and promises a big reward if someone is able to find an object that would bring hope to the kingdom because apparently it is hard times for everybody out here even though a lot of the villagers are like it's not doesn't look so hard for you bruh like (laughs) we don't have any fucking food and you live in the place out here (laughs) Mm -hmm. But basically, he offers a huge reward, and everyone's like, fucking cool. Like, let's do it. So Joel, the dad, is going to join a group of hunters from his area of the forest. And they are all going to group together and go find Elfhelm. Uh, Joel leaves Nicholas under the care of Aunt Carlotta, played by Kristen Wiig. (laughs) who is a super selfish woman and makes Nicholas's life miserable. She literally kicks him out of the house saying, I need my privacy. Go sleep in the fucking woods in the middle of winter. (laughs) She is trash. Yeah. Garbage. Um, we all know. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Over the course of this few, this little bit while aunt Carlotta is taking over, um, we find out that Nicholas has a cabbage doll. Turnip. 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 There it is. A turnip doll that his mom made for him. 
Yeah. And it's basically like his blankie. He carries yeah. it everywhere. He loves it. You know, it's the last thing that his mom gave him. Mm-hmm. Um, and hat. this bitch, Aunt Carlotta, fucking makes it into soup. Yeah, oh, she yeah. fucking does. And oh. waits for him to figure out what's in oh, the soup. That, oh. Yeah, and then she revels in the fact that he's eating the soup. Like, she I enjoys torturing him. It's just it's fucking It's literally awful. like if, if right now, if you were to take some kid whose only thing in life was a small dog, and that's all they had left of their family, and that person Cooked took the that dog. dog and made the meal out of the dog and yeah. fed it to the kid and, and told fed them. it to that kid yeah it was it was a lot okay it was Yikes. a fucking lot traumatizing so nicholas has just fucking had enough he's like fuck this bitch yeah and he decides okay well i'm gonna go to elf Helm. he finds a map that was hidden in his father's hat mm-hmm. which was made by his mother yeah, that his mother had made. And it is a map to Elfhelm. So he's like, okay, I'm going to go find it. I'm going to go help my dad. Like, that's it. Where He collects his little amount of supplies that he has, including a necklace that uh, has his mom's picture on it and makes his journey, him and Mika, on the way to Elfhelm. In the middle of fucking winter. Yeah, in the middle of a snowstorm <laughs> in winter, he's wearing like, barely a coat he has like leggings uggs a tiny thin blazer thing a scarf scarf, and a hat that doesn't do anything but tell you how to get there yeah but somehow he makes it through the cold through the scandinavian winter (laughs) yeah he travels so far too So he starts making his way to the extreme north to find his father and give him the map. During his journey, uh, he finds out that Mika has actually learned to speak. And he's like, holy shit, I can't believe it. And Mika's just like, yeah, I was going to talk sooner, but I didn't have enough words to form a sentence because you were (laughs) teaching me word by word. Like, that's your fault, dude. Yeah. (laughs) One word at a time is going to take forever. Yeah. Um, but when they reach Half Moon Forest, a reindeer uh tries to attack them, basically run them down. And then Nicholas climbs up a tree and the reindeer kind of um bleats at him and he realizes that the reindeer has been shot. It has an arrow in its back. So Nicholas gets the arrow out and the reindeer like starts following them as they're making their way across this big ass open area. Yep. And then uh, the snow picks up or the wind picks up and it's getting really freaking hard for Nicholas to keep walking because he's a child and it's horrible weather. So the reindeer urges him to get on his back and he does. And then Nicholas names him Blitzen. And they ride across this big ass lake, open field. I don't even know, but it's snowy it's as fuck. Open expanse yeah. of snow. <laughs> yeah. 
big white nothingness so being to the very pointy now <laughs> so mika and nicholas and blitzen get to get over this big mountain which was like the last part before elf helm yeah and they get to this big blank area which is where elf helm should be and they don't find anything there except papa joel's knife nicholas freaks out and loses hope he's like god damn it my dad is gone like his knife is here there's no elf helm fuck it and he just yeah, lays down and hope, and he's like i'm just i'm dead fuck it yeah, yeah. He, he just gives up <laughs> yep so he is found by little noosh and father topo father topo gives nicholas a hope spell uh, that allows him to recover and come back to life um father topo tells him that he's in health helm but it's only visible to people who really, truly believe in Elfhelm. So Nicholas is trying and he's thinking and hoping and hoping and hoping. And then Elfhelm appears in front of him. And he's like, holy crap, it's real. I've made it. Hell yeah. He starts walking in and he finds out that a group of humans, including his dad, has kidnapped a small elf boy named Little Kip. Nicholas basically gets charged for this because now all humans are bad and this really mean elf has taken over and has put an end to partying and all these different things because that's how Little Kip got stolen. Yeah. And he gets sentenced to be eaten by a troll in the Dark Tower. In the tower... He meets a young fairy called the Truth Pixie, who is just ridiculous. And she's something. She's insane. <laughs> Actually, she's, pretty insane. She's silly. Um, but she helps him escape. And they run through the village and manage to escape all of the guards. And they leave Elfhelm. And promise as they are leaving that they are going to go find little Kip and bring him back. They are going to go find his dad and the group of hunt and men. They're going to go find the group of men and figure it out because he, you know, he says, there's no way my dad could have done this. Absolutely not. My dad would never. Staying in Elf Helm too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the forest, back in the forest, Nicholas finds a group of hunters and little Kip who is trapped in a cage. And he discovers that Joel is with the hunters. He's was part of this plan. So Nicholas is just heartbroken at this because he thought his dad was actually like fucking cool and cared at all about Elfhelm, cared at all about him. And he doesn't. So the hunters force Joel to tie up Nicholas. And they're going to basically take him and little Kip back to the village with them because they can't let Nicholas free or else he'll do something stupid. Yeah. In the early hours of the morning, Joel has a change of heart and comes up with a plan. He frees Nicholas and little Kip and Blitzen, who was also 
taken hostage, essentially. And they run away from the hunters altogether. He is on a sled that Blitzen, that is tied to Blitzen, where Nicholas and Mika and little Kip are riding on Blitzen's back. Um, Blitzen is unable to fly now uh, because he has too much weight, basically, from the sleigh. So if you're asking yourself, how the fuck can he fly now? Basically, Nicholas got enough magic put in him when that tr- that healing spell was on him yep. that he can touch Blitzen and give him the ability to fly. Yep. But Blitzen's like the magic is limited. Basically, the healing spell was limit is a limited amount of magic. He can't overexert it, and Blitzen is not strong enough to fly and tote the sled behind him. So realizing all of this, Joel is like, okay, well, I'm going to cut this shit and you guys just go get little Kit back to Elfhelm. And he cuts the thing and Joel dies. <laughs> that is the worst. I literally was so upset. I was sitting here. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like this was absolutely unnecessary. Like this is terrible. Yep. Joel dies. Now. Nicholas makes his way back to Elfhelm with little Kip and he brings the elf back in time to prevent father Topo from being punished. He was going to be punished for bringing Nicholas into the town. Um, when he comes back, all of the elves are in this big meeting and they all are like, Oh my God, little Kip's back. That means, you know, it's safe. The hope is back. Hope is restored. All these different things. Sweet. Like let's go. And bring him to his parents. So they take him, they take little Kip to his parents' house. And his parents are like, holy shit. Like, hell yeah, my kid is free. Or my kid is back. Here's a present. Here's what we can offer you. And they offer Nicholas a little package full of spinning tops. Which is what their trade is. Like, that's what they're good at making. Mm Mm-hmm. And he looks at a top and he realizes, oh shit, this is the thing. So he has this great idea. He has all of the elves create as many toys and candies as they can. Because that's basically what they do in their little elf village. They play with toys and they eat candy. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, that's let's fucking do it let's go we'll give it to the human people and it'll be all happy and everyone will be happy as nicholas is about to ride blitzen with all of the gifts packed in a big sack of course uh he is confronted by mother vodal now mother vodal is the evil elf person i was telling you about earlier um she is just attacking him. Like, you can't leave. We can't let you leave. If you leave, you're going to tell other people about Elfhelm. We can't trust you. You know, it doesn't matter that you're nice now. You won't be nice later, and we can't risk it. And she lifts him upside down with her powers. And when she does this, his necklace, his little locket, falls over his head, and she notices it. And... She sees the portrait of his mother and she starts telling this story 
about a little girl who reached Elfhelm. And we find out that the person from the story that Nicholas was told when he was a kid and has been told forever is actually his mom. And Nicholas tells Mother Vodal basically about how, like, what happened with his mom and everything. And Mother Vodal is telling him about how she lost faith in humans because basically she the the girl came and then she left and never came back they were bffs and she just like disappeared and never came back so she was like well fuck it um and then when the hunters came and took little kip she was like no fuck humans we're done fuck these guys so nicholas reminds her or tells her all about how his mother always remembered the joy and love that she felt in Elfhelm and always kept telling him about Elfhelm. And she tells him the name that his mother used to call him, which is Christmas. And he never knew why his mother called him Christmas. He didn't even know what the word Christmas meant. But the elves knew what Christmas meant. Christmas was a time for celebrating and having fun. And this melts Mother Vodal's heart and she's just like, okay like you have to go do this go. like it's really sweet she she's just like i can't with this anymore you're too cute okay bye yeah so nicholas goes back to the kingdom and he sneaks into the king's quarters of the castle he flies blitzen all the way to like the top tower and sneaks into the king's room and he talks to the king about the crazy adventure that he just went on. And the king's like, ah, I don't really believe you. And he's like, okay, well, bye. And goes to walk out the window. And he's like, okay, wait, maybe I believe you a little bit. And the king joins him for a ride on Blitzen. Then they start delivering presents. So Nicholas and the king go to every house in the kingdom and deliver toys to all of the kids in the kingdom, realizing that the hope that the kingdom needs will be basically infectious and it will come from the little ones. When the little ones wake up and see their toys, they will be filled with hope. The parents will be filled with hope because their kids have something to play with and their kids are happy. Um, And it will just make everyone in the kingdom happy and it will fix all these different things. So the king is super moved by this and they're just flying all over the place, fixing everything. And the last house they visit is his house. They go to Nicholas's house where Aunt Carlotta is. Yeah. And she freaks out when he's in the house, like intruder, intruder, yelling, screaming, you know, she's freaked out. And Nicholas gets back on Blitzen and is like, okay whatever (laughs) and she's like oh shit it's the king (laughs) that's weird and that reindeer is flying what the fuck and Uh nicholas is just like oh hey aunt carlotta um i'll be back later but check your pockets and she opens her pockets and finds chocolates which is something she had said she had wanted at the beginning of the movie uh when she was being a super dick to him so Nicholas returns the king back to his castle 
and the story is over. When Aunt Ruth finishes the story to the kids, she explains that Nicholas's actions, or she explains Nicholas's actions, and she felt that one of them has already accepted. Hold on. That was a lot. So she is explaining basically the story and why it ended up that way. And all the kids yeah. are like, is that really, really like the beginning of Christmas? How can, how can this be? How can that be? And she's like, just trust me, kid. I can't tell lies. Like, I just don't tell lies. She's been saying this over and over again as she tells the story. She's like, yeah. I can't tell I can't lies. Lie, so it must be true. I, yeah. Like, it's got to be true. Uh, the kid's father comes back and the kids are like, you know what? Well, maybe we'd be down to celebrate Christmas next year. Like, you know, we had this year off where we really want to celebrate Christmas. Um, and to everyone's surprise, there is now a Christmas tree covered in ornaments and the ground is littered with presents and everyone's super confused. And the kids are just in shock. Like, Oh my God, Santa's real. Holy shit. Everything Aunt Ruth said was real. (laughs) (laughs) And then Aunt Ruth goes to leave and she's walking down the street and she lights a firecracker and (laughs) the kids are watching this happen and they're like, oh shit, she's the truth pixie. Yep. End of the Best way to go out. (laughs) Yep. It is really freaking good. So good. So Abby, who was your favorite character in this movie? Oh, my favorite character was probably. I'm between Mika and Father Topo. I just loved both of their character dynamics in the story so much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to admit it's really hard seeing um, Toby, Jane, Toby Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as anything <laughs> that's not MCU related now. I, I was literally thinking the same thing the whole movie. I'm going, the only other thing I've seen him in outside of MCU was he's the guy in Ever After that's the the squire that's all suck up ish <laughs> to uh Angelica Houston. But, I've seen him in a bunch of things, but my yeah, brain like I can't unsee Arnim Zola. Yeah, my brain is just like, oh, you're a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why when, when he came out with that yeah, mustache, she was like, I was oh, like, shit. And then I was uh, like, mm, why are you oh shitting right now? But he was, he was really cute looked, as Father Topo for sure. Yeah. Okay. I looked at her and I was like, that's Arnim Zola. <laughs> that ain't good. <laughs> He's not a good elf. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All right, Emma, who's your favorite? I loved Nicholas. I loved Nicholas. Mika is my honorable mention because that mouse was hilarious. So funny. And marry me. I love the actor that plays him, right? (laughs) Cheese, why didn't you say so? I make my own. Marry Marry me. me. (laughs) Perfect. No, Nicholas was just so... He was so pure about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he didn't care that they didn't have a bunch of shit. He didn't care that they didn't have 
everything. He's like, we have what we need. We'll be fine. Like, no. And it was so sweet when he thought that the reward for getting whatever for the kingdom was just the enjoyment of happiness. And And I was like, oh, you're so sweet and naive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Katie, how about you? Uh, Nicholas was also my favorite, but I'm going to give a huge shout out to Maggie Smith's truth. Yeah. Yes. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the little girl. Oh no. no she was kind of insane. Yeah. Um, but Maggie Smith as like the Aunt Ruth babysitter truth fairy, like yep. worked she really was well. so good. Her the way she was telling the story was absolutely um, amazing. And the way that she interacted with the kids and yeah. like wouldn't exactly tell what was gonna happen with the kid, like with the story to the kids as they were like, Hey, does this happen? Does this happen? She was just, like well just wait and find out and I was like yes that's exactly how you should tell the story keep going so I love Dame Maggie Smith she can do no wrong oh yeah never that is correct literally perfection McGonagall can fucking get it let's go yep all right least favorite character I have a feeling we're all gonna say the same thing uh (laughs) I don't know I think mine's pretty niche (laughs) okay then Abby you go first I hated Anders, the hunter guy who like oh he was went to Joel, the one with the arrows. Like it's cool that they he saved them from the bear or whatever, but no, he was he was a total douche. Like the rest of the times we see him, he was a douche towards Nicholas. Yeah, he like made Joel into like this greedy, really like really kind of pushed him towards that edge of Mm -hmm. like becoming the like betraying nicholas's trust which i absolutely and i hated the way he was like so ready to like tie nicholas to that tree and like like got so like aggressive i hated it so much more than i hated any of the other like stereotypical villainous Mm. people all right emma lay it on me because i know you're a villainess oh yeah carlotta the prima donna Kristen wig and her nasty ass teeth the first time they said her name was carlotta i was like of course it is yeah (laughs) fucking course it is (laughs) and my brain went to fucking prima donna in my head and i was like this fucking bitch (laughs) i asked her i was like is that Kristen wig and she goes i think so and i was like wow she looks awful and i was like what's her name she goes carlotta and i went of or it is it's a good villain name it's a good like you're a garbage human name oh, oh yeah. yeah it does the job bud <laughs> oh fuck bud <laughs> what a dandy <laughs> what a fucking dandy yeah uh mine is the same carlotta was trash yeah, yeah. she was just <laughs> you're eating my breakfast yeah and i'm, I'm not, not enjoying, enjoying it. it i'm hungrier than you <laughs> What a fucking piece of work. Okay. Yeah, she was like um the fuck, what is her name? The from Cinderella story, the stepmom. Oh fuck. Angelica yeah. Houston. No, 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 no. Uh Cinderella story. Oh yeah, no. Uh what's her name? Just in single all the way. Jennifer Coolidge. There you go. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, she Jennifer reminded me of Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge in cinderella story yeah Yeah. 
Yeah. Very oh. much like, yeah, but like, I have to do this, but I don't like doing it. Well, then you don't fucking have to do it. Just yeah, like, right. be a bitch. Yeah. Carlotta He's- sucked. Okay. Yep. General theme of the story and takeaway is you should hate Carlotta <laughs> with a burning passion. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, seven word synopsis. Oh, I don't think I did this one. Okay. Well, oh. you think about it. I'll go first. <laughs> Uh, I've only got one because I really like this movie and I wasn't thinking about it while I was doing it. Um, but my one is I'd have killed Carlotta over that soup. Yep. Oh, that bitch would have been in that fire so fast. Like, yikes. He got upset and left. I would not have gotten upset and left. I would have murdered her in oh, that man. cabin and then cooked her and eaten her. It would have very much turned into a like Hannibal Rising moment. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> that would have been this was up. the only thing I had left of my mom and you cooked it and then forced me to eat it. You can go to fucking hell. <laughs> that was so poopy. Yeah. All right. Do you have one, Abby? No. <laughs> you go first. You wanna, I have four. You oh, I'll, st- one I'll of take mine. one of yours. Oh, I have three. Pick one. With just not this one, so one of the other two. Which not not the last one. Yeah. I like okay. How very Peter Pan think good thoughts. <laughs> I loved okay. That she was, did say that in the middle of the he was her and him and Truth Pixie yeah. like floated up to the rooftop and she was yeah. like, How very Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah. But that was the only portion of little truth pixie that i appreciated mm-hmm. yeah she, he's like how is this working and she's like i don't know think happy things and i was like yep oh my god it's a pixie and a boy it's fucking peter pan yeah oh my god yeah i'm like having a moment and then peter pan becomes pan. santa claus so oh yeah easy this, easy this could not be any more up your alley <laughs> it's peter pan and it's christmas that's yep. like two of my th- it's it's big so yes okay so i had two unironic important topics in an ironic setting when the king is meeting with everybody and he says these are dark times we're in you know oh. what are what's what could possibly bring us hope? And somebody goes, a, fair a healthcare system, oh. a fair governance, <laughs> enough food for everyone to eat. Yep. And I was like, ouch, ouch, ouch. 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 <laughs> yep, exactly Ow. that. But he's like, ah, yes, it, we'll return to that discussion. Good, good thoughts. Good okay. points. Good points. Moving we'll put on. Put a pin in it. <laughs> yeah. And then my alliterative. The fact that he was Slughorn, though, was oh, what I know. really made it better. Yeah. <laughs> my alliterative McGonagall's magical myth makes merriment more meaningful. Yep. Yeah. It was it so was... good. Oh. This, this is a really good freaking movie. Netflix. I cannot say this enough. I know I've said this on like every fucking episode, but Netflix yeah. is killing it with these Christmas movies, guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You guys need to just watch, sit down and watch them all. Like, 
Same thing with you don't Christmas have to Christmas. watch Home Alone every year. You don't yeah. have to watch It's a Wonderful Life or whatever. Like if you're no. trying to branch out, Netflix has so many good options. Yeah. And if you have made it through all 15 days of this month after opening with Holiday Inn and hearing what a tragedy and travesty and disgusting piece of attempt that was, if you are still watching Holiday Inn and not watching these movies, we have a deeper discussion to have. <laughs> a little yeah. bit more to but that choice. <laughs> this, I have questions. Yep. Um, but also, if you've made it all the way through this current episode and you have not stopped to go watch this movie, how dare you? Go watch this movie. Or yes. else. Right now. Go do it. I cannot get enough of these like Origins of Santa movies. Oh, yeah. Fucking yes. Klaus from last year. Oh my God. Oh, so, so good. good. I love Klaus. Yes. Klaus is so good. These are just, they're crushing it. Like, go check it out. Even uh, the Klaus family, which we did like last week. Yes. <clears throat> they're, oh, they're so cute. Yeah. So many good Santa movies. Okay. <laughs> amazing <laughs> all right so after you go check out this movie come back listen to more episodes get more movie recommendations for from us uh, if you have movies to recommend to us you can hit us up on twitter at allentown pod you can email us at allentown presents at gmail.com <laughs> and we have a facebook at <laughs> allentown presents <laughs> just keeps going it does it's just ridiculous um so yeah we are very thankful that you made it through this episode if you did hopefully you did you wouldn't be hearing this if you hadn't and yeah we'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of the christmas movie countdown bye <laughs> looks like we're finished <laughs> 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 toots <laughs> <laughs>